Hello and welcome to episode 173 of Travel Stories from the Back Again and Gone podcast, being recorded in the beautiful home office of Chateau Relaxo, Florida. And tonight it's once again time for that July crazy travel roundup. Thanks for listening. Hello. If you are a new listener, welcome. If you are a returning listener, welcome back. And often I talk about the island of me. It's this imaginary island in the places inhabited by residents who strive to make everything in the world about them. And our first story contains at least one resident from the island of me. And this was up on one mile at a time. Delta Diamond Medallion gets engaged on tarmac in Atlanta. And Delta shared how a gold medallion member proposed to his diamond medallion girlfriend at the Atlanta airport. He's gold, she's diamond, I'm guessing she's marrying down? Well, the couple landed in Atlanta. They were picked up plainside by the Delta Porsche's Tarmac service. And this is a service that is sometimes offered on a surprise and delight basis for diamond medallion members. But this wasn't just the Porsche waiting, oh no. There was also a red carpet on which the proposal took place. And after a successful proposal, the couple was driven to the terminal in the Porsche and they went to the Sky Club where their family was waiting to celebrate their engagement. First, of course, it was a successful proposal. These pre-staged, pre-configured all about me events almost always end with a yes. And I'm willing to bet that Miss Delta Diamond was in on this from the start. I'm willing to also bet that this was 90 to 95% her idea. As with most of these stories, the comments are better than the actual story. Case in point, 9Volt left this comment on the One Mile at a Time website. Nothing screams romantic like a proposal on a loud jet fuel filled tarmac then going to a standing room only Sky Club. Good luck to both of them. Hope they have many years ahead. Recently, the website The Gate asked, should families be seated together aboard airplanes without paying extra money? The article starts off with this, the advent of both ultra low cost airlines and basic economy fares offered by other big commercial carriers has created a profit margin for airlines in general by charging extra for what used to be included in the fare. And because advanced seat assignments cost extra money per person, families who are on a budget when they travel need to, to or want to sit together are forced to pay extra for the privilege. So this often results in members of the family seated in different parts of the plane. Young boys, young girls may potentially be seated by themselves or between fellow passengers who are strangers to them, or as my mom used to say, stranger danger. My simple but well thought out answer to the question, should families be seated together aboard airplanes without paying extra money? My answer is no. Hate me if you want, send your complaints to travelfrick at gmail.com, but here's my rationale. When you're going on a vacation and you need to incorporate having everyone sit together on your flight, you need to include that in the travel budget. That being said, I will give up my seat to a family wishing to sit together, especially if the child is under the age of 10 and super, especially if I am flying on Southwest Airlines. First, no 10 year old should be exposed to sitting next to some creepy rando on a three hour flight. 
And second, if you're on Southwest, you will more than likely get to drink for free the whole flight, just like I did on my last flight from Orlando to San Antonio. Most everybody has a favorite airport. Most of us that travel a fair amount have what we call our home airport, where we know where everything is. Mine is Atlanta Hartsfield. Even though I moved from Atlanta 13 years ago, Hartsfield has great restaurants. There's Ludacris's Chicken and Beer. There's One Flew South. And there is the mega popular on every corner of every major city, the Carrabba's Italian Grill. But the CEO and I will often enjoy a pre-flight meal. For picking up passengers in Atlanta, there is the Delta Dash. This saves you on getting caught in the stop-and-go minutiae of the North and South terminals. Well, my home airport hits this month's crazy travel roundup twice. First, Atlanta Hartsfield is officially the world's busiest airport again. They were last held this title in 2019. And this begs to ask, what does it take to claim this title? Well, in 2021, Hartsfield saw over 75,704,000 passengers. This was an increase of 76% over their 2020 numbers. And 2020, as we all know, was the year of the COVID. For comparison, Orlando International Airport, MCO, was ranked number seven, hosting over 40,350,000 passengers. This is up from a paltry 27th position back in 2020. Well, also in July, Hartsfield saw a Spirit Airlines flight from Tampa, thank you, Florida, coming in hot, so hot that the brakes caught fire when landing. And it was so bad that they actually deployed the Atlanta Hartsfield Fire Rescue crew. No passengers were injured and no emergency evacuation was necessary. However, that did not stop panic from setting in with the passengers as many jumped up in order to evacuate. But the crew immediately turned them back, as most airlines say during the safety announcement that none of us pay attention to. Always follow crew instructions. Friend of the show, Willie Shakespeare, once said, what's in a name? This was followed by some more gibberish that nobody really understood. But in this case, the name is LAX Karen. LAX Karen was waiting to check in with Southwest Airlines at LAX. LAX Karen then tells another passenger who just so happens to be African-American that he's entitled. Side note, doing something like this in public is a sure way to start an S show. A very unfortunate Southwest gate agent then asked LAX Karen to move up in line. LAX Karen responds by yelling and making a fist at this poor unfortunate Southwest agent. This also put LAX Karen close to being escorted out of the check-in area, but that's when another gate agent enters from stage left and tells LAX Karen, I don't know what you think this is, but this is not Spirit Airlines. This comment was met by applause from other Southwest passengers in the check-in area. Then LAX Karen gave it one more shot by responding with this, every time I ask for something, I get totally yelled at, or give an attitude. So my deep dive into LAX Karen was the 68 second TikTok video, and I'll put a link in the show notes. But I'm here to tell you that LAX Karen is one of those people in the world. There's not a lot of them, but she just so happens to piss off everybody that she comes in contact with. Whether you have kids or whether you don't, I'm here to tell you that kids can be stupid. Case in point, Spanish government prepared to shoot down flight from London and this was posted over at View from the Wing. 
a teenager on board an EasyJet flight from London Gatwick to Morocco, Spain, posted a fake bomb threat to social media. I'm guessing that teenagers don't spend a lot of time looking at porn anymore. In response, the Spanish government scrambled the fighter jet to intercept the aircraft, making the 808-mile flight. The 18-year-old passenger was part of a group of five friends on the flight, and he was arrested upon arrival. So get this, the plane was kept away from the airport's terminal, and the passengers were held on the aircraft for two hours and eventually deplaned one at a time. All bags were inspected by bomb detection dogs and a bomb disposable expert as well, while other takeoff and landings at the airports were delayed. Side note, in case you didn't know it, bomb threats are a giant pain in the ass. They are taken very seriously. During my former life, I was a firefighter. And almost every Wednesday, some wackadoo would call in a bomb threat at the local Publix. And this was long before the pub sub was a thing. This was probably 30 years ago. So it wasn't like some subway employee going rogue calling in bomb threats. But we'd roll at least one engine and one ladder truck every time they called. And we'd hang out in the corner of the parking lot while the police swept the building. To sum all this up, I guess back in my day, we were happy with a set of metal or plastic captain wings. I guess nowadays the starting point is a military aircraft escort all the way to your destination. Just because we haven't had any COVID news in the past few episodes, also the fact that I like to stir the pot a bit, late July, the Los Angeles County Department of Public Health says at least 400 workers from the TSA had been infected in the latest cluster, along with Southwest and American Airlines employees. This had no noticeable impact on any airport operations, and the TSA has not reported any delays in passengers clearing security checkpoints. Just felt like stirring the pot a little bit with that one. This next story takes a little bit to set up. So first, have you ever watched an IG story or a TikTok video where a customer, let's say they're at a McDonald's or a Burger King, and they get so frustrated at the slow service that they hop the counter to make their own burger. So you got that in your head, right? So have you or any of your friends traveled to Europe in the past few months and gotten separated from your luggage? So those two things set the stage for Cameron Hopkins. This comes from the points guy. It had been weeks since Cameron Hopkins and his girlfriend had arrived back in the U.S. after their June excursion in Europe. And there was still no sign of Cameron's lost bags or if they would ever even show up. But Cameron could see their exact location with the help of the Apple AirTags that he had placed in his suitcases. Smart travel hack there, uh, Cameron. However, the bags were still sitting unmoved somewhere at the Dusseldorf Airport in Germany. So what's somebody to do? Well, early July, Cameron booked yet another ticket back to Europe for a 96-hour planes, trains, and automobile saga a saga that ended with Cameron in Dusseldorf sorting through rooms and rooms and rooms of luggage with some of the luggage being located in the airport's parking structure. Cameron reported that the baggage smelled horrible. Well, of course it did. The baggage is filled with rotting food, dirty clothes, etc. And most of these rooms had less than adequate air circulation. Cameron did retrieve all four of his family's bags, and he and the luggage is safely back home. So basically, Cameron did 
what the baggage handler with one single job couldn't do, reunite luggage with its owner. And here's the tip into the story. Recently, Delta had to fly a plane full of missing luggage from London to Detroit in hopes of sorting out some of this mess. And then Yahoo News posted this, passengers' lost suitcases were found dumped in the trash at International Airport. Yes, it's gotten so bad that they've resorted to just throwing the luggage away. And there is a bit of justification as some of the baggage did contain perishable items and they were now beginning to attract rodents. But other bags contain clothing, souvenirs, and jewelry. And here's a travel tip. If you check your Rolex or Panerai watch in your luggage, you are a mallet head. In our last episode, I described my dad's one and only flight that involved a cat. It was our cat and it was a disaster. But in Boston, a family's beloved cat that had been dodging airport personnel, airline employees, and animal experts since escaping from a pet carrier at Boston Logan International Airport about three weeks ago was finally caught. The article went on to state, whether out of fatigue or hunger, we'll never know, but this morning she finally let herself be caught. And those last four words, let herself be caught, describe a cat perfectly. Cats are sketchy. I'm not a cat fan. In fact, if a household cat weighed in excess of 100 pounds, I'm convinced that about 80% of the cats would kill their owner. Cats do what they want, when they want. In this case, the cat cared nothing about the family that had cared for her. They'd fed her, even took her on a trip. So again, please email all complaints to travelfrick at gmail.com. This month's dress code violation story comes to us from Eleven Let's Fly and Southwest Airlines. Southwest Airlines throws off woman who defended Lady in Red. The Lady in Red was a young woman who chose to wear a red corset, yes, a red corset on a Southwest Airlines flight leaving Sacramento, or as I like to say, Sacktown. While boarding, the gate agent asked if she had a sweater or a jacket and told her that she had to cover up. When she said she had nothing to cover up with, the gate agent allowed her to board, but said she would bring her a t-shirt to wear. Great life hack for a free t-shirt, in my opinion. On board, the woman was given a t-shirt and asked to cover up by the flight attendant, but a woman seated nearby jumped to the defense of the lady in red, wondering why this young lady was being targeted when it was over 100 degrees outside and many of the passengers were wearing revealing attire as well. The flight attendant explained that she is wearing a corset and this is a family company. Some people find it offensive. As you could well imagine, the situation escalated and the older woman was thrown off the flight. Not the young lady in red, but the old woman. After extensive research, which consisted of me clicking on the link in the Live and Let's Fly post, it took me to the lady in red's Tiki Talk page, aka maybe jc and that's spelled m-a-y-b-e-j-a-c-y and maybe jc seems nice but i have two pieces of advice for her first after her defender who apparently from the article was a stranger was escorted off the plane maybe jc should have voluntarily left the plane as well for no other reason than a sign of solidarity second maybe jc I promise you that no man has ever said to himself or his best buds, man, I wish she had longer eyelashes. 
you know, I'm getting old, but growing up, whenever we'd say something or wear something that my mom deemed inappropriate, she would ask us, would you wear that in front of your grandparents? And in these current times, I'm not even sure if that question is relevant. Well, there you have it, the July Crazy Travel Roundup. If you want detailed show notes, links, and pictures, head over to podpage.com slash travel hyphen stories. Leave me a message at Anchor. Shoot me an email, travelfrick at gmail.com. That's travelfrick at gmail.com. As I always say, travel safe, stay safe, and thanks for listening. Thank you.